Welcome back to the Bad Bounce Podcast, last on the leaderboard, first in your hearts. This is the week of the PGA Championship, and our excitement level is a fourth of the Masters, a, a, a third to be generous. I mean, mine is like probably 15% of the Masters. I don't know. It just doesn't feel the same, but we talk about it. We talk about the his, uh, amazing comeback. That is Jason Day. And then we have an interview at the very end. Our first Bad Bounce interview ever. It is my friend, Jeff King, who is a member of the Corn Ferry Tour, who played in the AT&T Byron Nelson through Monday qualifying. And my good friend, David Kim, who played in the most important event of the week, the Good Good Championship. We talk the Good Good Championship. We talk about the AT&T. We talk about how different tour life is versus everyday golf. We talk about uh, Live versus PGA and kind of what they would do and what how they see the elevator events and everything and how it affects them personally. This is an awesome interview. Very happy to have them on, and I hope you enjoy. But first, here's Harry Styles. Nico Mendoza, Kyle De Silva, Austin Amaya, myself, and I've been getting a lot of uh, DMs that just says like I'm so red in the videos, <laughs> which Kyle's doing a great job. So I'm just I've decided not to drink anymore on the pod. Boo! We I know. It's a, a much more button. mild version of myself, which is which is, could be better, but you never know. <laughs> no, yeah. I prefer red, Josh. I do yeah, like red, Josh. It, what sucks is I sit in this corner too, wearing this hat, and it just like puts a shadow on my face, so I look like the devil. Does the Pepsid, what like the, what yeah, is it? Pepsid. Pepsid? Yeah. Does Pepsid mm. work for you or not? Half the time and the other half it doesn't. So I just like take the L and just drink. That's what I would do. But part of it is like, <laughs> unless you guys, if you guys know me, it's cool. Like I turn red. Everyone's like, yeah, he's red. Yeah. And I'm fine. You guys know I'm fine. Everyone else worries about me so much. It makes me just want to quit. Everything. <laughs> just makes me drop everything. This week was historic, I think. If we had to pick a list of golfers that had miraculous lives and comebacks, I'll probably say Tiger Woods one, Ben Hogan two, Jason Day three. Whoa. Whoa. Three. 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 Who else is higher? All right. I mean, if if he wins a major, sure. I'll just go through it. I'll just go through it. All right. We like that. So we'll start. I mean, Jason Day was notoriously, his father died when he was 12. But also his father was abusive and his mother was so poor she would fill the bathtubs with kettle water and would cut the lawn with literally scissors. Took out a second mortgage. And Kyle, what were you saying? That his sisters couldn't get an education? I'm pretty sure that they decided to send Jason to like a golf boarding school instead of sending his sisters to college. Right, right. They took the money they were going to use for college and sent him to school, which is just... Crazy to take a bet on a kid. Well, because after his father's death, he became an alcoholic. Which is also crazy. And started fighting people at the age of 13, which you couldn't imagine looking at the Jason day to day. And then from there, he meets Colin Swanton, who becomes his swing coach, and then Future becomes his caddy. Right? And then on top of that, then at a certain point when he starts to struggle, he has to make the difficult decision to fire him, not only as a coach, but also a caddy. Right, and he goes with Chris Como this year, and has worked really hard, and has revamped his swing, and is now healthy, and is won. 
The golf swing looks so good. Now. So much better. But on so top good. of that, that stuff just off the golf course. On the golf course, he struggles with vertigo when he's number one in the world. It, this is all encapsulated by when he collapses on the last hole of the second round at the US Open at Chambers Bay. Number nine at Chambers. If you guys have played there, that walk is like, I don't know how he didn't roll down <laughs> like a little snowball. <laughs> don't want to make this light of the situation. But anyways, he collapses in the second round. Really scary moment. He puts out. He actually finishes ninth that week, which I forgot. He was in. And, and then from there, he goes on to win a PGA Championship that year. Becomes number one in the world. Holds it for 51 weeks, which... You guys can do the math is one week less than a whole year, which is pretty impressive. Really impressive. Really impressive. And then gets the back injuries. Almost thinks about quitting golf. If you hear all these stories, you'd think the guy is like, what, 42? <laughs> Doesn't Jason Day feel like he's 42? 100%. Yeah. He's 35. Dang, what? He's younger than I thought. Yeah. He's only yeah. 30. I was going to say 38. He pro when he was 17. Right? And right. so He had a kid young too then. Dash is like yeah. older now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he got married really early. And then on top of that, I'm pretty sure this year, Taylor made just... Decided not to re-sign him. Parted ways. Parted ways. And so then he became a free agent. And so, and then he even thought about quitting the game. All this culminating, culminating to this moment, right, which he wins. And on top of that, to win on Mother's Day, where he lost his mother last year in March to lung cancer. Tell me that's not a, a historic comeback. No, I mean, go yeah. Jason Day. Okay, he might be <laughs> yeah. top three. Top three. Top Pull five. Pull all the heartstrings. Dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just seems like this is a day that belongs to Jason Day's mother, Denning Day. It's Denning Day Day. Right? <laughs> and to look at him, his, his family, to look at his mother, to look at all that, this all has to be worth it for him, right? But this is my unanswerable question. If Jason Day stayed healthy, how do we talk about Jason Day today? No vertigo, no back pains, which I guess is somewhat, I think Austin would say, is, Austin and I would probably say was, Inevitable at a certain point that he was going to break down. It was inevitable. Yeah, you. you say, I mean, but it's kind of like the side tilting thing. Like, it's no guarantee. With Sam Bennett, yeah, it's yeah, no guarantee. But also at the same time, like, he's clearly an extremely talented golfer. If Without he can doubt, revamp yeah. his swing, a complete one eighty. More of swing change than Tiger made. Tiger swing changes. He still had the Tiger look. Jason Day looks completely different, and yet he was still able to win again. Like, he's clearly just one of the most talented guys out there. What happens if Jason Day? Doesn't get injured. Hmm. 2015 to 2023 in that eight-year span. I mean, at that time, he looked like he was on top of the world. He, yeah. he was fourth in driving and seventh in putting, which is basically John Rom 2023. Yeah, and took down Spieth at a, a time Spieth was playing his best golf. Yeah. That's yeah, what that. I was going to say. He took down an invincible Jordan Spieth. They were battling yeah. it out. Jordan eventually took number one in the world. and That was finishing such a, second good, to such Jason. a good PGA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we talk about him now? I don't think this win would have been a surprise. No. How many majors do you think he has in the last eight years if he's healthy? A couple more. His putting is so good. His short game and putting is outrageously yes. good. So he's. it all just depends on how he hits it. Now he's hitting it fine. So he's obviously going to have a chance every time he tees it up. So I think that's how we would have talked about him the last sure. eight years. Nico? I think he would eventually have to like make the changes he did. You would. You think the injuries to, would have Because like, he's hitting it. Yeah. like It would happen no matter what. So okay. I think he would have struggled for a couple of years, maybe, like inevitably. Okay. Because uh, I remember hearing him on uh, either a podcast or something, and he said, like, he's always played the game where he, like, doesn't feel that confident with the swing. Like, he doesn't – he never really feels like he's, like, on with ball striking, but he chipped in and put it so well that it, like, didn't matter. Yeah. So – and then now I think he was saying that he, like, finally feels very confident with, like, how he's hitting the ball. So it's just – 
it's just culminated to him obviously winning, but I think he it was inevitable. So you're you think Jason Day is a better ball striker now than he was in his prime? I think he is. I mean, I don't know. Well, or at I least don't know feels if more comfortable. Like he knows where yeah. the ball is going to go. And I think that was just recently I heard that that he was talking about like what he's working on with Como. Yeah. And I think yeah, he's just you know gave more confidence. I mean, he looked pretty confident like that last day. So I mean, he was fourth in driving in 2015. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's pretty crazy that he said that. That, is, that, that he had is that admission. That is crazy. Yeah, he yeah, if, he used to drive it so well. Yeah, long, high. That's what I was. And yeah, straight. Which is what you want. But he was always kind of yeah. like really good at just like letting it rip. So I, I mean, think yeah, I think would, when he gets to like those wet, like mm, like softer, like iron shots, like that's mm. where he didn't feel as confident. Right, as he right. does now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, back in like the R11S days, he would take just wicked lashes. You just whip at it. Well, he was hitting it so high back then. Yeah. Mm. It was hard to hit a short iron with control if you're hitting it high all the time. I think that's where Rory struggles too. Right? Yeah, for sure. Which yeah. is a trade-off that's probably going to happen, unless you're, I guess not, if you're Scotty Scheffler, you just <laughs> have no weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. So you know which, did you guys ever feel like Jason Day was going to win this week? Not really. Not really. I mean, yeah. he, he ended up somewhat running away with it, but like in the mm-hmm. beginning, I guess not. He had a birdie last hole, but it just never felt like Jason Day was going to win. I don't know. Nico believed he was going to win every well, week. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> I've been hammering Jason the Day. The other thing that was crazy. I knew he was going to win eventually. Yeah, was that we put that, or I put that bet on this podcast and in real life of Tom Kim and Jason Day head to head. Oh, nice. Even money. And I was like, oh, Jason Day is going to destroy Tom Kim. But just watching it, Tom Kim after the third round was like, 42nd and Jason Day was fourth. They're separated by five shots, which is nothing. Right. You shoot a little 74 under pressure, and Tonkin comes in with a 68. Like, you lose that. Bet, so. Yeah, when the scores are so low, there's like so little dispersion in, right. in score from, yeah, 50th to, to 10th. Sure. Really. Sure. Did you guys like the decision that they play the ball up? That was another one that I really wanted to ask you guys as, as golfers. Yeah. I think I, I think I liked it. Yeah. You mean, if it, I mean, if everyone's doing it, it makes it like fair. If the ball playing the ball down causes issues for some guys that just get more unlucky than others, I think like as like a, a week as a whole, it makes it just more fair. Yeah, the scores are gonna be lower, but I think the players are happier that you know it's the same for everyone. I love a tournament where the scores are just dumb low. Do you I hate that? Yeah, I love it. I want to watch a basketball game that's one twenty eight to one twenty two, training well. threes. I want to see That's Jeff Ogilvy win the Open at five over. How great yeah. was he? I don't want to see Jeff Ogilvy win anything. How great <laughs> Whoa, was that? Shots fired. How great was that baseball game when Clayton Kershaw was blowing? I mean, I know, I know they were cheating. Well, baseball, I would but, love to see him win more. But in the World Series at, in Houston, when Kershaw lost like eleven to eight because they had all the signals and all that stuff, but at the same time, <laughs> we, we were freaking out. We were in Hawaii that that trip. I mean, I think in certain sports you want to see that, but in golf, I want to see over par. Really? Yeah. You want to see over par? I want to Love. see them grinding out there. I just want to see a birdie fest. That's just so no crazy. lead is safe. Like That's no what? lead feels safe. Anywhere from five hundred to five over, I'm happy. Yeah, five under is nice. Which like never happens. Yeah, you get <laughs> yeah. you get one tournament a year. True. Maybe that's why. Even the U.S. <laughs> Opens have been pretty high, or the scores have been pretty low last few years. I think it's going to be dumb low this year too. That's yeah. hard enough. That's yeah. hard enough. I love a good old fashioned one over par, even par. Okay, I, I like do love I like one of those year. Only sure, one? I'll, yeah. I'll Only that. one? I think US Open this year is gonna be like fifteen. Oh. Hey, we gotta take a break. My timer went off. Oh no. It's for my Diet Coke, because I can't drink on this pot anymore.
All right, we're back. Let's go over the top storylines for the PGA Championship this week. I'm going to start here. It's it's always going to come down to these majors with Live Golf. And we'll start with Taylor Gooch, who the big story that he's not in the U.S. Open. He refuses to qualify. This is a big week so that we can get into the ranking points or finish top 10 in this major. I'm sure Kyle thinks he's going to do it. I'll ask the, I'll ask the other, other one of you guys. Do you think he's going to do it, Austin? Uh, I hope a live player wins, and I, I wouldn't mind if he won. If Taylor Gooch won? Yeah. But, I wouldn't either, because that would really but break do the system. do you think he will? Yeah, I think he will. Or I mean, I'm not going to say I think he will. That's Make pretty ridiculous 10. to say. I think he'll, he has a chance to contend. Hmm. By the way, live event last week was awesome. It did look pretty On good. Fire. It did look pretty good. And actually. the crowds are there, which like, okay, I'm not a live guy, but if they're going to play in my backyard, will I go? Of course, I'll go watch. Yeah, yeah. I would go to a live event, even if it was like an hour drive. Yeah, and but even that, just because it's new, like I want to want to see it. That's true too. And like, is it really golf but louder? And then that <laughs> way, I don't have to hear the fake fucking noise of the ball going into the hole. Thank you. On the if I watch it live, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that the, drives that me cute. psychotic. They now. try to do that at Chambers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know yeah. Going, it's a Norman thing. Jordan's putt. <laughs> it is a Norman. Yeah. It's a Norman thing. Was announcing That's when that Fox was, took over. Yeah, yeah. And they when, fired it when Nor- when Jordan made that putt on sixteen, and the crowd went crazy. <laughs> the ball going in the cup was louder than the crowd. Dude, I can't <laughs> get over the fake yeah, <laughs> just a fake cup anytime. When DJ made that putt to win, you just hear the <laughs> yeah. like, dude, this is not cool. It's so bad. Yeah. But I mean, it was a great playoff. It was between Brendan Grace, Dustin Johnson, and Cam Smith. And so all these players are playing really well. Bryson DeChambeau is a new swing coach. Our friend, Dana Dahlquist, played really well last week. Shot 12 under. I knew. Yep. Brooks Kepka, sixth. Harry Varner, fourth. Brendan Grace, Cam Smith, Dustin Johnson in a playoff. Pretty, yeah. The names are up there. Walking Neiman, ninth at 11 under. That's pretty lit. Dean Burmester? Bur- Burmester? He's playing Alex Noren this week. He's playing Alex Noren this week. Yep. So, what does that mean? Isn't Dean heavily favored over Alex Noren? Yeah, it's pretty That's ridiculous. your lock. It was like yeah. minus 145. Oh, well, okay. Now they, they caught on. That's true. But clearly, they just yeah. listen to the bad bounce boys being like, okay. <laughs> that is true. They're trying to get everyone on the Alex Norm train. <laughs> we got to make sure Alex. everyone does. We have too much heat on this. We're going we're gonna to yeah, make we sure people say, don't get it. We have to tell people to start bad on Alex Norm. Yeah, actually. <laughs> to be fair, our heart is for Alex, but our our wallets are for yeah, his matchups. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I, I hope Alex Norm wins for his own good, but I don't think it will happen. Was right. this a good week for our wallets this week? It For was. you, well, the was. fund is high now. I picked Jason Day in my group bet again. Yeah. Ten people each owe me $40. Who did you pick before mm. that you won? For now. Tony Finau. <laughs> yeah, you, you, poke, you chose Finau. I, I picked Scotty Scheffler just about any time. <laughs> my plus 1,500 bet would have won if you didn't talk me out of it. Well, yeah, it was a Lakers win one? in game six because I called it. Did I not call what was exactly going to happen in the series? You did. He did. You are game the new five, Corgi. No calls. Josh. Josh Corgi is greater no than Corgi. Game five, no calls. <laughs> you know, not call all those illegal screens to get step open. Game six, they'll start to get all the calls and then they won the game. You did and they figured, that. they kind of broke the Warriors. They like mentally broke the Warriors. Yeah. And Jordan Poole sucks. Yeah. That adds to it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, the, the, anyways, the bet was Lakers to win in six. Jason Day. Oh, no, Adam Scott to finish the top 10. Scotty Shuffler to finish the top 10. 
I talked That's you out right. of Adam you Scott. You talked me out of Adam I? Scott. And so it went from plus 326 to like plus 1500 if I included the Adam Scott. Jeez. Yeah. Well, Never listen to Kyle. That's what I we would learned. talk you out of Adam Scott again. So Really? He's, He's playing, playing good. Back-to-back yeah. top tens. Scott, back-to-back top tens. It is, it is recency bias for sure. I just can't. Back a guy with a putter like that. I'm sorry, A. Scott. I love you. Yeah, the the putter setup. It is. looks just wobbly. But it's, I know but he it's, can. It's I not because it's so long. No, I mean I know Adam Scott. <laughs> I know Adam Scott can out putt me any day of the week. Actually, I actually I'd I don't know about that. in private. I'd probably tell you otherwise. But I don't know uh, about that. Actually, I I might take you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I. I do I think Adam Scott could out, out putt me any day of the week. That, looking know. that shaky. The guy going, knows how to hit it in the hole. But. Going to a blue putter, I think that was the key. <laughs> and I just don't get the non-anchoring anchoring. The no. It's anchored, I think. What is anchored? His finger. The, the putter, yeah. So it's basically his putter. I don't get this whole anchoring thing. I mean, like how, how longer putts. But like, I just, I don't get the non-anchoring. The putter grip is in his thumb, we'll say. Yeah. And his thumb is on his shirt. It's not. It's on his shirt, not on his chest. That they're connected. So I actually saw point. him put out on eighteen, and you could clearly see a gap. Really? Like he's pretty. When he, I watch Bernhard can. and McCarron. Oh, Bernhard has a wrinkle that is on tight. his shirt. Yeah, yeah. Those grips are tight. Those grips. Yeah. Watch a lot of senior tours. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a big senior advocate. Second storyline: Who does golf belong to? Scotty Scheffler or John Rahm? I mean, I just it just feels like, just feels like they're in contention every week. Doesn't it just smell like one of them's gonna win? Yeah, it smells like one of them's gonna win. One and of I them is going who. to win. And I, I have a hot take. I think John Rahm is leaking oil. What? Wow! At Mexico, he wasn't quite in it until he shot a sixty-one. I mean, how much can you be leaking to shoot sixty-one? Listen, man, everyone gets hot, <laughs> including John Rahm. And the final round, he didn't look sharp. He didn't. He was. I wasn't used to seeing John Rahm. He hit a pitching wedge like twenty-five yards right. I haven't seen him do that this year. Just a, just an observation. And I he think, took a couple weeks off, but... Yeah. I think John Rahm and Scotty Scheffler own the game, and then everyone else is just kind of leasing a space right now. Right. Who is it going to be? Who is it going to be? That's I, just a storyline, but we'll skip to our third one, because this is the one we really want to talk about. Tiger text Rory. Dot, dot, dot. Nico, you want to take over? Tiger text Rory, apparently, in the... He saw something in his swing at the Wells Fargo Championship. Okay. And I just think that would be so dope to have uh, Tiger the Swing Coach text you. Nico, this podcast isn't about you. All right. So, Kyle, what do you think? <laughs> you wouldn't think that's dope. <laughs> no, that would be so dope. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> and rest my case. Okay, but do you think Tiger's a good swing coach? Yes, 100%. Really? Yes. I okay, think well, 100%. Yeah. if Tiger Woods tells you something, no matter what, you're going to do it and think that it's made you better and it's going to help. Right. No doubt about 100%. it. One hundred percent. Are you sure? I feel like Jason I've never Day's, been more confident in my life. I feel like Jason Day's in his sixth. Oh no, Jason Day. Uh, Justin Thomas is in his sixth private jet with Tiger. Be like, okay, yeah, yeah. My hands are high. Yeah, well, well, I, I can tighten up my swing a little bit. Yeah. yeah okay, <laughs> when you put it like that, you know, JT no, should I mean, be playing better. But okay. <laughs> did you see the video of Scotty Scheffler and Tiger, where Tiger told him he doesn't take divots when he's flushing it? <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Scotty was mind blown. <laughs> Do you think he was mind blown? Or do you think that was for TV? Or do you think Scotty just has... Dude, that's a Scotty face. I call it the Scotty face. <laughs> where he just kind of looks... It always looks like a like a dog. Just, I don't mm. know, but you I know... know dogs that yeah, don't really actually, I actually see that, yeah. There's I know fans. damn yeah. well the next 10 shots Scotty hit, he tried taking him without a divot. Tried I, him without a divot. I know I did. 
I know I did too. <laughs> I'm still yeah. trying. I was bleeding the shit out of my range bucket but, uh, right after that. If I don't take a divot, it's dead bladed. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, come here. <laughs> Can you sit in the chair? The camera's running. So, Jeff, you playing in four? I four. You playing in four tour runs? And what can you tell us about the grass on tour and taking divots and stuff? We've talked about this. So it, it's really hard to take a divot. So, like, the the ground's way firmer and it's actually teed up. What Tiger says, like, he's like, oh, I don't take divots, whatever. Like, it's it's very, like, I get it. Like, it's hard to take because I'll, I'll slam it into the ground and the club just comes right up. And I'm, like, pretty shallow, I guess, through the ball, but... It's really hard to take divots. So, like, when I see Scotty taking, like, fucking massive ones coming out, that is going down into the ground pretty hard. Damn, I did right? not know that. Yeah. So, okay, it's, when you play cool. around here, normal courses, are you taking I big divots? divots. Mm. But when you're playing a BGA Tour course, no divots, no really? Divots. Yeah. Wow. Are you Even trying like to? Even like 56, so like wedges, hey, we I'm can like take so divots, dog. We're chill. to, like, full swing 60s. I'll have like 95 yards out and I'm full swinging 60s because it's, it's like just I'm, bouncing I'm off comfortable with it. Like mm. it's not going to dig. Ball's not going to spin back. I just know that it's going to one hop stop, maybe spin back to my divot. So it's it's like it's it's very hard, I think, um, compared to like what we play on mm. to, to make divots like that. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. It's it's like, yeah, it, it's just like perfect. Like it's just teed up perfect everywhere. So it's easier to play on the PGA Tour? <laughs> Austin has a real theory that it's easier to chip in on the PGA Tour. <laughs> I've said that? Oh, that was or me, just I think. Oh, was that you, Nico? That was me, yeah. Nico thinks it's easier to chip I think in it on the is. PGA Tour. I, I, agree. I agree. Let's I go. Agree. I agree because it's just like when I practice, I put it on perfect lies. I'm trying to find perfect lies. Oh. And it's literally like that anywhere. Like you hit it off the green and you're like just in the fringe. It's perfect. Thank if you. you, don't, you don't Appreciate that. <laughs> All right, so it's easier to chip in on the PGA yep. Tour. Josh, I just need that? to make it to the PGA Tour, and I'll shoot lower yeah, scores. <laughs> <laughs> it's just getting there. I did have to change my set. Like mm. I cha- after I played a few, I was like, I gotta change because I was using MBs for a long, like my whole life, and like it's hard to take divots out there. So what happens is my spin actually goes up because it's like it's like hitting off a mat. Mm. Ball comes down a little flatter. It's spinning a little bit more mm. and. The green's firmer, so you want the ball to get up. But with my MBs, it wouldn't have a, the height that I wanted when I hit down on it a little bit more. So I changed my irons to, I got the T100s to like make sure that like when I do hit down on it and I try to get spin on it, I still have the height. So like it's, a, it's, a, it's an adjustment. Like I would, I would have never thought that if I've never played a PGA Tour event. Makes sense. I mean, you make the ground firm, you, you dry it out, and then... You know, then it becomes, and then the grass grows like, I don't know, what's firm hair or something. <laughs> God, that yeah, just, just sounds like, like heaven. Thank firm you, Jeff. That does. Thank that you, Jeff. Like, like hair with a lot of gel. Hair with a lot of gel. can't lay down. <laughs> like you're hitting a ball off an artificial so green. Not a pomade, but like a, what's another one? Not like Hairspray. wax. <laughs> like, like gel, you know? Yes. Yeah, not wax. So do you think Tiger would be a great swing coach, Josh? No, I don't think Tiger would be a great swing coach. He picks it. What? So what? So he's perfect for the PGA Tour. <laughs> so what? You think he's telling Rory to pick it more? Maybe. I, that I obviously know. works. I just don't think like guys like Tiger who are so in tune with themselves 
can talk about someone else when it's not their job. Okay, I somewhat agree. Yeah, yeah, with that I, I agree with that. I do think he's been around the best swing instructors in the world. He's seen probably some of his peers also go to those coaches who have different swings and seen what they have worked on. So I think he knows what other swings need to work on as well in some way. But yeah, why is Rory going to Tiger instead of an actual swing coach? Well, I guess you look at Charlie and he's got a pretty good swing, which then goes against my argument. But this is my other <laughs> counter to my counter from my counter. So when he talked about Max Homa, do you remember that wedge shot that Max Homa hit in that dumb exhibition off mats? And he was like, you see how Max just like casts from the top? Max Homa does not cast from the top. I mean, yeah, he doesn't, but I yeah. see what he was saying, though. I, like, of course I see what he was saying, but that's Tiger not what he's does, doing. Tiger does, like, the same thing. I think he's just, like, casting his right arm. Yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he, like, stays like this and then straightens it out and then goes and, like, out the while like, he goes down. Out and while get, he does and more that. away. Yeah, and then it actually increases angle because he pushes his arm out. So there you go, Tiger. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's not going to help Rory. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it's between his ears. It has nothing to do with the golf swing. Wait, okay, what do you think Tiger said to Rory? I mean, he's got to tell Rory to stop being so in, but he's probably telling Rory to not be a bitch. But I can see the being a bitch part. I think, think it's leaning more I towards being see a bitch. The being a bitch part, yeah. Yeah. He's like, you need to put it on your back and fucking win because that's what I would have done. That's what great <laughs> players do, and you're not going to be a great player until you do that. He and said then it was Rory, a swing tip. Yeah. He Bullshit. said he saw something in his swing. So, yeah, I mean, and then confirmed it was after tip, this Giannis, there is no failure. It's just steps to oh, success. Everyone's running with Everyone that. and their mother <laughs> doesn't fail anymore. They're just stepping towards success. By the way, this game, we're watching the Laker game. What is the game? They were down like let's 19, go. and now they're going to Let's go. Let's go. Yes. The Corgi, the Corgi. Wait, the Corgi had a winning game one, didn't it? Oh, oh it All right, let's go, I Corgi. Think so. I, I, I don't know, but I think okay. so. <laughs> What were we talking key. about? Who cares? The Lakers yeah, are already down by numbers. I mean, we every podcast is during a basketball game. <laughs> we watch more basketball than we podcast. <laughs> All right, let's make our bets. I'm taking Victor Hovland plus 600, top five. Ooh, he plays well in majors. That's I don't a know. good bet. I know, yeah. and this I, I is... I can't say that's, that's, a, that's great a bad bet. bet. The ball striker's golf course, great it bet. feels like. Okay, the last two winners are Sean McKeel and Jason Duffner. Where Duffner almost missed that one footer on 12. <laughs> do you remember that? I do. Yeah. I do he had like, a one footer. And he wasn't he like, like almost short? Yeah, yeah he that like was... took forever <laughs> and then like took the putter back at 100 miles an hour and then hit the ball one mile an hour and it like barely crept in the right side. Anyways, that was back when he was, yeah, like just limping in. The yes. Short ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I like Max here. I like him everywhere, but I like him here too. Max you Homa? do. You yeah. love Max Homa. I love Max. Kay. Yeah. Super Max. Well, I, just, I started with my bad bet first. So. Okay. You want my bad bet? Well, you guys could do whichever I'll bet. I'll take I'll my bad bet first. I'll take Max Homa top five plus 650. I love that bet. I really love that bet. I, I want to go in on that with you. You're not allowed. You got to pick your own. We get on the side. <laughs> yeah, okay. We do that on the side. All right. Xander Schauffele, top 10, plus 175. Very, yeah. That's happening automatic. That's the I'd, take, I'd take the same odds to miss Safe, safe bet? Safe bet. Xander's been playing great. He's top five in strokes gain, total strokes gain. Hasn't won this year. I mean, he's just priming into form. You could say the same about Cantley. They're pretty much the same player. You would love to see Cantley win. 
You probably wouldn't. <laughs> I'd <laughs> rather have Xander Schauffele win over Patrick Cantley. How does that? I'm going to go Sam Burns. Kyle's boy, Sam Burns, top 10, plus 400. Yeah, he got that dog in him. He's got that yeah, dog got in that him. Dog in Beware him. of dog. Top 10 plus 400? Yeah. That's pretty good. You know what's really frustrating yeah. is like, I can't give you guys any reason as to why I think this person is going to win. Like, I know nothing about this golf course. You have to be a good it's ball striker. You know, is all I know. I've watched they so. Like I've tried to watch par three. I don't know. Like wow. I've I've tried to watch the videos on it. Like I just a lot of these times we play we we watch events that they play the same course every week. So I just have no idea. This course is like the epitome of a PGA Championship. Yeah, just had a, really had a feels like a typical PGA Championship. Why does the PGA Championship suck? I don't know. I don't think it sucks. It doesn't, but it does somehow. It, no, like, no, like the tournament itself is always good. Like last year was amazing. What was last year? <laughs> Willie Z versus Justin Thomas. That's that was right. amazing. Just like twins. Oh, just Mito. little stepbrothers. And Mito. Mito. And Mito, the Mito yeah. blow-up. Yeah. The double by Mito. The Mito blow-up. Man, doesn't that feel like... Forever ago? Centuries ago, where Mito was on the PGA Tour. <laughs> no real rumblings of him going to live. Like, yeah. No, no real rumblings of live. Yeah, no real rumbling. Yeah, it just kind of happened fast. You think if he didn't lose that major, would he still go to live? Yeah, I think Jocko had a lot to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. I think full swing, it looks like I think he would have never not going. Would have yeah. been even quicker, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you rather have the players be the fourth major and then get rid of the PGA Championship? Jeff Kang is nodding yes. <laughs> Wow. 100% he says. That would be... 100%. Already, I think there's more buzz on the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The PGA Champions doesn't feel like it a major anymore. It just doesn't have there's it. There's no Champions Dinner at the players. There's only there one Champions be. Dinner, my guy. And then... There's a Champions Dinner, I feel like, at a There PGA. is at the US Open, yeah. No, the PGA. I thought there was one US Open. What? No, you get a uh, parking spot at the PGA Championship. <laughs> <laughs> And if you win it multiple years, they put all the years on there. It's pretty sick. Or I know they I do a past they do a past champions photo at least every year. That's so. But they're, dope. but they're all wearing like suits, so I don't know if they're you know doing dinner as well. That's true. Like, I think I they, remember because John Daly always sticks out. He wears a loudmouth coat. Oh yes. And it's like you know baseball pattern or whatever the hell it is. I think there's a British Open dinner. I believe that's true. I I don't know about U.S. Open, but. Because the smoke. British Open denied Greg Norman to the dinner. I remember that. Oh, you're right. And that was a big thing. The Open. The sorry. Open Championship. The Open. I know it is the British. I don't know why. Yeah, it's because we're American. That's fair. Just American <laughs> assholes over here. The U.S. Open is the Open Championship. The US o- <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I have this question on the pot. Is it just a slap in the face to guys like Xander, Patrick, Tony Finau, Jason Day, that Rory McIlroy is ahead of them in the odds? No. I would use that as a little motive. That's ridiculous. Rory's been playing terrible for the last two, three months. And these guys yeah. have all been playing phenomenal. I feel like he's only played bad two I tournaments. I feel like Rory's the type of guy that if you are Xander Schauffele, you look at Rory and go, I think I could beat him, but damn, is he good. And just they just have the utmost respect for him. Yeah. Like Jimmy Butts, but a lot more. I have I have heard that Xander was working on speed earlier this year because he's like, I give up 30 yards to Rory McIlroy. He hits it just as straight as I do every every hole. How and am I going to beat him? At that time, Rory McIlroy was the hottest player on the planet, but that's what he was working on in the offseason, and he quickly went the other way just because he was like, I, this yeah, is like not... got hurt. Got hurt. He's just like, I'm not hitting it well. So I feel like they have almost a theistic view of Rory. Adding a ton of distance to your game, I mean, it 
it helped Rory, and it looks like it helped Matthew Fitzpatrick, but I don't really think it's helped anyone Did else. It, help Rory? it took a minute. Rory lost it for a while. And remember, he admitted, he was like, you know, I kind of overdid it. Bryson got in my head. He admitted it in a press yeah, conference. Yeah, that was like a year or two ago at the end of the season. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm talking about original when we had like pudgy Titleist Rory, and then he went into Nike Rory, you know? Sure. He's sure. still swung it fast, a Titleist. Yeah, I think yeah. he just matured as a, as a golfer. Yeah. I mean, a lot yeah. of guys that are long have always So, been okay, then maybe that makes sense. He got stronger, and then it helped him not hurt himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, okay, young Rory had speed, but he had the worst driver ever. The Titleist. The 909 D2. He had a D2. That driver sucks. Why, why did Titleist fit him no to a ball D2? Speed on that, off that thing. <laughs> the 910, they really stepped it up. Before that, he was at a disadvantage. Would you agree? Would you agree? 909? Yeah, 909 was one of the worst. Okay, they had the like the best driver ever at the 905. <laughs> and then they came out with a triangular driver the next oh, year. Yeah. The 907 D1. Yeah, that was so the, the triangle driver. And that was the zipper head cover. You couldn't even get it on. That's right. They tried to start an era and it died. Zipper head cover. With the zipper head cover. I remember the zipper. Now it's only like big five clubs that come with a zipper head cover. Yeah. <laughs> when I go to big five, I still look at the clubs. See if I can <laughs> the yeah, for yeah, sure. I do, Sometimes yeah. they have those illegal wedges with the grooves that spin too much. Oh, yeah, and I've always spin doctor, 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 the yeah. spin doctor, yeah. dude. doctor. <laughs> I've hit one of those the pure spin. It makes me feel so cool. The one with the dots on the face, right? There's that, and there's one that it's like black it's like X's. Yeah, it's the but the spin doctor is real. I want one. We should get the spin one. Doctor we should. Real. Yeah, for hype. Yeah, I could finally have just a little bit of spin on my <laughs> golf ball. <laughs> dude, we are getting all right. So, what are our other bets? <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, we need yeah, everyone, uh, safe, did we do bet? safe bet or safe what, bet? whatever you guys want? Okay, I'm just gonna go ahead and say my safe bet. I'm gonna go off the wall here. I'm taking my guy, JJ Spawn plus 160 top 40. Wow! I like that. Wait, what he was it? Started off say the week pretty hot last week. JJ Spawn plus 160 top 40. JJ Spawn hits it good, putts good. Yep, he does like everything average. You always got to worry about those guys. Uh, Dean Burmester minus one and a half strokes, minus 110 uh, to beat Alex Norin. <laughs> Did you bet that up? Did I did I bet it up? Because I bet it, it every week. I thought it was like minus one forty at one point. Uh, money line is minus one forty eight, but okay. I took a minus one and a half strokes. Yeah. Okay, got it. So oh my wow, guy has to win by two. But again, if Burmester makes the cut and Norin misses the cut, it doesn't matter anymore. This is how we discover golfers. Whoever goes up against Alex Norton is the next <laughs> rising star. Well, Burmester was on the PGA Tour at the start of the year this year, and then uh, I think his last event was Farmers. Then he switched to Live. Right. And he had a good week. And he had a good... He's played decent, yeah. Jaeger's got higher odds than a bunch of these guys, by the way. Well, you know, I brought Jaeger out of his shot. The Jaegermeister, dude. <laughs> Jaeger bomb. Let me run my bad bet that's going to hit. It's Scotty Scheffler to win, plus 700. It's going to hit. To win. Plus 700, okay. Yeah, good he bet. has to beat one guy, my classic line. <laughs> and that's not even John Rom. It's probably... Uh, it's a toss-up between Xander and Pat. And then... I would love to see a live guy win and be and be wrong. So there's that. I would love to see a live guy win as well. DJ playing well though. I, DJ is playing well. I could see a live guy winning this one. Safe bet though. Cameron Young plus three hundred top ten. My guy. I will never quit. Cam Young is like or top five. I'll take either plus six fifty top five. I feel like every time I take Cam Young, he hurts my feelings. <laughs> and when I but don't, it's a major. He's just winning. He's like. <laughs> He's like that girl you try to date who you're like, I can make her better. 
Wow. I think, about, just, I think that's how girls feel about guys. Yeah, that's true. It's just like, <laughs> and then you end up with a cigarette problem by the end of it. All right, let's take a break. Diet Coke problem. Let's let's go over our picks real quick. You want to go first, Kyle? Yeah, I want to go first. You know me. Um, okay, free bet. This is absolutely free. Xander Schauffele, top 10, plus 175. Put your kids' college fund on it. It's going to hit. <laughs> uh, my bad bet. I would take your house, second mortgage, put it on this, plus 700, Scotty Scheffler to win. All he has to do is finish the, finish the tournament. Wow. <laughs> so you're saying he has a better chance of withdrawing that he does not winning. Yes. <laughs> the only way he doesn't win is if he gets hurt. <laughs> All right, Nico. So my free bet was Cameron Young, top 10, plus 300. That's free. Wow. That's an aggressive That's free bet. That's a free Such bet. Such an aggressive free bet. I don't bet. care. It's so free. It's aggressive. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's aggressively free. All right, what's, uh, I think I s- what's your bad bet? Bad bet, Sam Burns, top five plus nine hundred. Okay, awesome. Um, bad bet, uh, unrealistic bet. That's gonna hit. Uh, Max Homa plus six fifty, top five. And my safe bet of the week, as it is every week, just fading Norin, Dean Burmester minus or minus one and a half strokes, minus one ten. Uh, just put your house on it. Uh, my my free bet, which do not put your house on this. I don't really actually feel great about this in hindsight. Uh, JJ Spawn plus 160 top 40. And my bad bet of the week, Victor Hovland top five plus 600. I think you need to switch those. <laughs> what do you mean? The safe bet is Victor Hovland. No. All right. Not according <laughs> to the odds, bro. It's titled go this by your heart sometimes. Nico, we go through this every week. It is called the free bet because it goes between plus 150 and minus 150. It was Josh. just my opinion. You should switch them. Yeah, but some guys it. are just field players. Yeah. But it's just against the rules. Swing your swing. Swing your swing. <laughs> we just call it that because it's the parameters we set. Swing your swing. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll take a break and then we'll come back with the leaderboard. We're back with the leaderboard. That is our version of the draft. And this week, it is my choice, and the subject that I am picking is top three things of why does this exist? So we're just picking things that we just, we just don't understand why it exists. And so I'm going to start, and why does the letter Q exist? Ooh. Are you saying because it can be replaced with a C or a K? Yeah, much? what can Q, and it has to have a Q, it has to have a U? Has to have a little assistant. Like, what can <laughs> what can KW not accomplish that QU does accomplish? How would you spell, you know, equivalent? KW? Equal? KW. I Equal. fuck with that, Josh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I see your point. I, yeah. I, I do like that. And then the thing is, there's 26 letters, right? You take away the Q, now there's 25. That's a nice round number. We need one more for 24. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just what, a, what an argument. Does the letter Q just that. doesn't need to exist? Why does it exist? You might be right. That is my number one pick. You might be right on that. All right. Next. Nico? 
Cats. Ooh. <laughs> oh. As a dog person, I'm sorry to the, the cat lovers out there, but I just I don't get it. No, you know, I feel you on the cats. What do what do cats do? But then if you eliminate cats, you also eliminate lions. No, we're, no, we're just, just talking cats. Just Don't talking go. No, no, we're just doing cats. Cat. Yeah, so house cats. Sorry, just cats. Yeah, we'll we'll house cats. You want to know something I learned about cats? It's a little little dark. <laughs> sure. Okay, I was waiting for someone to say something. <laughs> okay, so if you you know pass away in your house, your dog, with there being no food because you've passed away, your dog will pass with you. If you have a cat. The cat will eat you once it runs out of food. So I don't fuck with cats. I believe that. Is this confirmed? Yeah. Confirmed. Google it. Okay. Fact yeah, check you know it, what? but cats I, are I believe that. Cats believe. are canceled, right? Cats are cats canceled. Are canceled. That's ridiculous. We need to cancel cats because yeah. why do they exist? Okay, but you know like Catwoman and stuff? Like I know so many cat ladies in my life now. <laughs> oh, what? yeah. Yeah, cat yeah. There's so many cat ladies in your life There's now. so many cat ladies in my life. Don't ask why. And <laughs> these cat ladies, what would, what would they replace it with? A dog. Yeah. I know. They're not going to go to dogs. They're going to be like, I'm not a dog person. A a rabbit would be better. A bird. They would replace him with birds, I feel like. A rabbit. A bird. You can think a rabbit. Have a bunch of birds living in, live next to someone who has 19 birds. They're You're right. I'm changing it to birds. Why or do birds exist? <laughs> Let's move on. All right, Kyle, your pick? All right. It's a little random. This is something that really, just really bothers me. Why do fitted hats exist? For we me. have hats for me, where you can adjust them with a strap, with the clicks. Why do fitted hats? They never fit right. Why is it called a fitted hat? Regular with the, with hats the fitted with a bill. bill hat. Yes, fitted bill hat. You know what? I'm with you. Think about well, the cost big, right? for the, for the yeah. hat yeah. company. They right. now need to back. make twenty different hats instead of one. It's absolutely. I just absurd. like a fitted hat. I don't know. I'm with you though. I'm with you though. I, okay. I kind of, I kind of like now that you say it, especially economically. Like, economically. you know, we're, we're all about that. Yeah. You know? So Don't cats and hats. All right. I guess I could see that. Yeah. I see what you're saying. All right. Next. Uh, I'm surprised this one hasn't been said yet. Iron head covers. Oh, yeah, a classic. Oh. A classic. That's a classic. Uh oh. Oh, David. Uh, uh. Uh-oh. Say it on the pod, right, David. Come Say come it on the pod. All right, we have, on one on the we have one more guest. One more patron. I would agree to an extent, but I'd say they're very useful for traveling. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. So do you use them while you travel? I do. Okay. Well, that's actually, nice. That put, actually is a good idea. I put socks over my irons. And yeah. Stuff. Like, <laughs> that's technically an iron <laughs> cover. You see, you, <laughs> but it you, has two functions. I can still put it on true, my feet true. if I run out of clean socks. That's true, too. I don't know too. if that's clean anymore at that point. <laughs> <laughs> a rusted wedge with a clean. sock over it? I'm never wearing that sock again. <laughs> hey, it's, it's dry in the travel case. <laughs> what pisses me off is Mr. Iron Head Cover is making so much money right now. Yeah, Club Glove is killing it. Club, Club Glove with their big yeah. sock ones. Yeah, the big sock ones. I mean, they always fit the best, the Club Glove ones. <laughs> you seem like an yeah. expert in this. He kind of knows about who, Yeah, he kind of knows about I mean, iron covers. You have club glove socks. You, you guys, you guys have put on iron Lakers covers. Down three. Lakers down three. Lakers down three. Take that time out. Austin Reeves. It's Austin nuggets Reeves. for dinner, baby. Nuggets it's nuggets dinner, for baby. dinner. Yes. Oh yes. All right. Uh, with my second pick, I'm going with male short shorts. 
Like, how short are we talking? Dude, they're in right now. Like, the ones that they're short. Like, the when you could see your compression shorts or your boxers. Oh, yeah. That's but too short. They, were in, they used to be for, like, the weird people with Walkman walking down the beach. Right. People Runners. who try to make TikToks. Now it's, like, actually in. It is in. Yeah. Yeah. High thigh is in. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. I, I don't know. There you go. Oh, my second pick would be um, Chick-fil-A pickles. <laughs> why Why is that? Nico, you did not understand the assignment. Why do those exist <laughs> to on To be honest, it? I agree with Nico. Okay. I, okay. Or just wait, pickles, wait. pickles on any sandwich. Let, let me back it up, though. Like, I don't knock it if you like pickles, but why is that the auto or the guarantee? Like, why does it come with pickles? Why do I have to say no pickles? Okay, I'm with that. So you're saying, why is the pickle the stock option? Yes. Why is it the S300? Yes. Why does that exist? <laughs> why do I have to say no pickle? <laughs> why is why the tour relevant of Chick fil A? Kyle? I mean, this one's pretty basic. Why the hell does the ball washer exist? To wash your balls. Have you ever heard of a towel? Yeah, but hacks don't do that. There's a ball washer on Sorry, every hole. Sorry, amateurs who yeah, careful, score above Nico. score above ninety. You'll say. I use the ball washer. Sorry, you know who else uses the ball washer? My dad and all of his friends. Point proven. Because, but they don't want to use a towel. Why not? It's just hack. I would love a PGA Tour ball washer. Yeah, there's be one event <laughs> like, where they have a ball washer. Are you watching Tiger on 18 to win the Masters? Just <laughs> <laughs> with this <Dude>. ball, scrubbing <laughs> it off. No. Oh, I mean, he's tossing okay. it to Stevie. We'll, we'll one hand it. catch. Yep, it's a little different. But Rubs yeah. it, boom, throws it back. We don't have caddies out there yeah, on the weekend. I mean, not every 18 handicap has a caddy, so I understand that. Dude, you guys are well, really selling me on your picks, though. I'm kind of in on the no ball washer. Every thing, 18 handicap has a <laughs> clip-on towel on their bag. Okay, desperate measures, though. I use a ball washer <laughs> if I forget, you know, my towel to be wet or if there's no water bucket. I will say something about the brush makes the ball feel, like, extra clean. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, nice. It makes it feel kind of new again. Yeah, why, yeah. why is your ball so dirty after putting? I just don't get it. No, That's no, no. So a, it, wow. it's like there's a stickiness to the That's ball. That's a good point. That once you clean it off with a ball washer, it's different, bro. I think with it's the, the soap, soap in there, it's the soap, soap in yeah. there. It has to be good soap, though. It has to be good, dude. The I've oil, had some bad dude, soap. Water and oil don't mix, bro. <laughs> so then let's have the amateur spin it even more so it can slice more offline. Or spin a little chip, I you actually, know? Though, make weak. I agree. But with the chip is... Five, four shots later. Correct. I'm I just agree. wondering why you're, you're cleaning right. a ball that should have been cleaned to begin with. I agree. Jeff had a good point. Maybe have the ball washer by the putting green. I'm with Or that. the green. You, you know how many people would get hit? Because people don't wait for pace people to play clear the that green might, anyways. That might no, I think you should put it like by the path, like where the exit point yeah, is. Yeah, by the cart. Okay. You know what's crazy? You could have a towel that sits on the cart and goes wherever you do the whole round. Okay, well, you know, I obviously agree with that. Fair. But. Very fair. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Uh, my next one, let's see. I'm going to stay golf-related this whole time. I'm going to go with the Euro Club. Uh, I don't know if you guys know what the Euro Club is, but it's the club that you can piss in, and it has a towel to, you know, cover you. I mean, just go to the trees. What? Yeah, I, I know what he's talking about, yeah. I've seen that. It's like a fake club it's that fake you, club. you piss into, you and piss it shoots in, out the, you, the shaft and the hosel. I don't even know if it shoots out the shaft. I think it just, like, you know, it stores itself. No, no way, it. really? I mean, that part, I don't know the details. I never used one. Yeah, 
I mean, why does that exist? That's exactly. Yeah, that's a wow. Yeah, especially because it's made for males, and as a guy, the whole golf course is your restroom. It needs to yes, be made for the whole, females. literally the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. We're not even going to touch on that. Okay, why does this exist? This will be my golf one. The tees that aren't just normal wooden or plastic three prong tees, like the brush tee. The T with the big scoop in the middle. The Even the three prong tees, those shouldn't exist. They're way too, hard, way too hard to keep the ball on. Yes. And the tees, what about the tees that you put a T and you put another T for the T so the T that you hit doesn't fly away <laughs> so the other T keeps the T from flying away. I've uh, seen those in the mat, right? I'm not going to sound racist, but your people, you my know, people love your that. people know My that. people have one now <laughs> with this like <laughs> this pink Korean character that's the shape of a butt. Yeah, it has like a lanyard yes, on it. Yes, it and has like, a lanyard. And it's like plastic and really springy. It yes. has like a spring inside it. Then they put it. it down and then like you just see the thing like rotate and then like the T doesn't fly away and they're like, ah. Oh. That thing is like the size of three golf balls. That thing's great for <laughs> practice, I think. Like if you're on like a grass range, it would be great. But if you're putting that, plugging that thing in every tee box. I would, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing 50 tees to the grass range. I'm not that's using true. a big pink thing that's flying out there. I think, I think people don't have the luxury of like free tees. I think that's what the problem is. Okay. For people Fair. to use them. Okay, I bought into the marketing of the brush tee when I was like 12. Same. I think I did I think too. Everyone did. I did yeah. too. Which it is crazy yeah. if you it's think like about it. It's like my toothbrush. It lasts like five brushes. Did you use the orange one or the blue one? The orange I one. Had yeah. the blue. orange. You know, you gotta, I had the blue. You know, I had the blue. I was ahead of my time. You got I mean, hit up on it, you know? rough brush. I had five, the blue. Five brushes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that they had a small one for three woods, too? Yeah. <laughs> the brush. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, yeah. Set up like it was so tall. It was like blue, blue, yellow, and orange were the standard colors. It was so tall. It was so tall. Nico, well, we're, in the, we're in the playoffs. So my last pick, I did not have one until this pod for my third pick, and it was actually going to be the zipper head covers. Oh, okay. Why did that? That was a good exist? one. Why does this exist? That's a good zipper one. head covers. You know what the worst is? The zipper plus the iron head cover. The ultimate one. Oh, you're right. Why, does, Why does that exist? You're right. That was a good one. You're right. All right, Kyle. What's right. the last one for my third and final pick? And why does this exist? I am going with a baseball umpire. Why do they exist? Oh, you're going to get some traditionalists. who are All you need that. is a track man in the back that tells you if he threw it in the strike zone or not. Yeah, we find out like right after. We have one on we TV. Have one there. a little box that tells us if it's in or so not. So why do we pay the umpire to Leave it to the live calls. guy to just break baseball tradition. I mean, yeah, that's just so part of traditional baseball. <laughs> this tradition thing is bullshit. We're supposed to keep the game the same. And not let it elevate? I don't understand. Anywho. I kind of agree. As a non-baseball watcher, though. That's why I'm that's not why biased. I agree. Very fair. So. Very fair. It doesn't make much sense. I'm with you. Yeah, I agree. What's, what do you got to say? Anything? I'm, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. Like, I'm all for just fairness amongst the whole field. And, yeah, like, you know, umpire can change the outcome of a game. No doubt about it. Whereas I feel like, like in baseball... Almost it's, any sport. It's kind of black and white. It's kind of the most. Umpire, the ref. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a good point. And also, but I, I love a good strike three call. Yeah. I love oh, a good yeah. strike You're, three call. That does hit different. I agree. You know, it'd be crazy. They could play it through the speaker in the stadium. It'd be even louder. All right. I'll see your last pick. Uh, last one's going to be the chipper. I think uh, the infamous chipper. Everyone knows what this oh, club is. Oh, the chip putter? It's about the 45 yeah. degree uh, little putter looking thing. 
Uh, it's illegal already as is, so I don't know why it's even oh, still that's right. I love when Odyssey's like, let's put a white hot insert on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's a good one. All right, should we go over our picks real quick? We're running way long. Yep. All right, I will go first. Um, with my three picks, it was the letter Q. Why does the letter Q exist? We can do everything with KW. My second one is male short shorts. It is trending. Why does it exist? Number three, the unnecessary tees. Anything but a standard wooden tee. Why does that exist? Uh, okay. Nico? All right. My, um, my why does this exist? Top three were cats, p- pickles being the order at Chick-fil-A, and zipper head covers, specifically the Titleist. The 907 Titleist. 907, yeah. Uh, and my three were, my number one was iron head covers. Uh, number two was the Euro Club, uh, the Urinal Club for short. And number three is the Chipper. Kyle? My top three for why does this even exist, I'm going to go with the Fitted Hat by Lids. I am going to go with the Ball Washer by Any Golf Course. And my third pick is Baseball Umpires because we can have a robot call perfect calls every time. Welcome to the first Bad Bounce interview ever while Kyle's mopping up his beer that he spilled. But we're here with David Kim, who played in the Good Good event, which was the second biggest term of the week to the AT&T Byron Nelson, who we also have a participant, Jeffrey King, who Monday qualified shooting eight under. Didn't play as well in the tournament, but also just to, I'm just going to put it out there. We recorded probably half an hour of like amazing interview content, and I forgot to turn, pl- plug in the actual cord to the podcast. What is this called? The podcast machine? We just call it the roadie. The roadie. The roadie. Yeah. Technical difficulties. It happens. This, uh, this interview is already worse than the last one. <laughs> I'm just like throwing <laughs> off the mojo's like not there now. Well, you, you fucked up, Josh, so yeah. fix it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll start with you, David. So you played in the Good Good Championship. Yeah. Very highly anticipated and no information whatsoever. They didn't even tell us, like, there is no leaderboard or anything. Like, I was yeah, searching. Yeah, nothing. They were super, like, low-key about it. Because they wanted to... Just solely for content. For content, which makes sense. Yeah. In, like, two and a half minutes, can you tell us everything about it that you're allowed to tell us? Uh, application based. There was like a thousand players apparently that yeah applied for it. Um, they selected selected sixty three, and they had a and they had a one round qualifier, and they uh top twelve guys got through, and then it would be a content day, and then two rounds of tournament play. Winner gets fifty grand, and everyone in the top twelve gets paid. Gets paid, right? Did you win? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't have him on if he didn't win. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna operate under the assumption that you won. Congratulations, Thank David! You. Came Congratulations. The of the Good Championship. <laughs> Clip this. Aggregate us. <laughs> just kidding. Good, good. Don't hurt me, please. <laughs> yeah. Golly. Yeah. And then the whole rule was that it's up until the Canadian Tour. And then from the Corn Ferry Tour, it's like so, Jeff yeah. couldn't play. Yeah. Because Jeff is a member I of the Corn Ferry Tour. I do have a certain opinion about that because it's Still like... tell it. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I, like, I do think like they their goal is to make, in a way, the strongest field out there that's like below the top tier. 
which I get it. But at the same time, like there's guys out on Corn Ferry who don't have full status and they're like grinding just to like get a start. And like, so they're not really getting to get much playing time. So it's not like they have a huge advantage over guys who are in Canada or Latin tour. So I'm like, I feel like for guys who don't have full starts, they should be able to enter. Sure. Because that, winning 50 grand for them is huge too. Like that's humongous. Having an opportunity. Yeah, how does it feel to win 50 grand? The winner of the good, good championship, David <laughs> Kim. So this is, this does raise a good question is sure. like, what is their end game? Like, I'm sure this is definitely not going to be the last one. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. By all accounts, including like, I saw in your story, you're like great tournament, right? They oh, put yeah, together yeah. a really good tournament. And so I would assume they're going to have a corn fairy tour level. Like we just saw four plays now going to announce a corn fairy event in Chicago. Oh yeah, that's right. They're commentating. Yeah. yeah, yeah they're yeah, going to uh-huh. commentate on it, which I expect that's going to bring a huge draw to the Corn Ferry. Now, I'm sure it's going to be a much harder job than they were going to realize, but at least that's going to bring eyes to the Corn Ferry. Yeah, yeah. Is there no way that Good is going to have their own little Corn Ferry event? What, what do, you, do you have any sense of what their endgame is from being, from being I there? I think their endgame really is they just... I think they want to get their feet wet in the competitive world, like in the competitive industry. Sure. They've been so content-based and just in terms of like... I don't know if I would call it casual golf, but it's not like their YouTube content is solely just kind of their group playing. Yeah. And so it's not necessarily something that's really deep in the waters of like serious competitive golf. And so I think they're, I think what their end game is, they want to get their feet wet in that and they want to sure. like kind of expand on this. Because you can't do it forever. They can't, they're just those same eight guys playing in camera is is gonna eventually run its course, and so it's kind of like yeah. this is a so this is a way that I'm they sure, could grow. Yeah, I'm game. sure this is a way. This is like a partially an evolution for them for sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you know they do have to expand as a brand. You know you you have to keep growing just as as a business. So did they cover your travel? So the only guys who get their travel covered are the top twelve guys who make it through the qualifier. Gotcha. But given everyone, because it was application-based, and they they pretty much gave everyone who got in free entry. Got it. Which was pretty big. Huge. Because Huge. a lot of times, mini tour events, like on the bigger money scale, entry fees are somewhere, if you're a member or not, it runs from somewhere between like a grand to even like 1400 And that's to win what? Probably like anywhere between... 10 to 25 grand. If that, right? We've played like in them. Asher, yeah. Tour, Asher Tour, they had the Bakersfield open. And I think the winner was 30 grand this year. And what was the entry fee? Entry fee, I played as a non-member. I think it was 1400 13 or $1,400. That's huge. That's a lot. And, yeah. And not to mention as big of a brand as Good Good is, they're asking earlier, like we were just talking off the cuff where we were like, did Good Good pay for any of this? Did any of this come out of their pocket? I'm sure they had the equity to front it, but eventually, like, all the sponsors, like, we saw all the flags that were out there. Like, I'm sure plenty of companies have jumped in, including Callaway. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this so is like, a massive so win for mini tours. One thing that they um, really uh, helped us out with, they gave us this gift bag and with a whole bunch of good stuff in it. Um, good good like, stuff or good stuff? Both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, There's a real question. I have no idea what it's like, good. Like, shout out to Precision Pro 
Precision Pro Golf, like they gave us a range, each of us a range finder. Okay. That and then like Golf Galaxy get put in a fifty dollar gift card. I mean, I was blanking right now, but the, it was like a, it was a, it was a bad gift bag where all of us were like, oh yo, this is legit. Like, yeah. They got a lot of companies to come through and help us out. Sure. And so. Was that all 60 players? Yeah, all 63 players got a gift bag like that, registration. And so... It just sounds like, you know, as... And as as guys who... I don't want... I mean this in the best way possible. It, it kind of smells like good, good wants to be taken seriously in the golf world. Uh, not as in, like, they're not taken seriously, but as in, like, we want to get into a very highly competitive space. Sure, yeah. Where we could host maybe really even higher level tournaments. This is... yeah. I, I uh, think that's a fair assumption. About yeah. about about as high of a level of competition we can get, in a way. Yeah, for sure. Um, in a mini tour way, like this is way bigger than a boat tour event. Oh yeah. Well, I think They're one thing, than the thing that they will have that is huge is the leverage of having sponsors. Exactly, and then that will that's change the mini tour game. Like the fact that this purse was a hundred grand. Yeah. For sixty three players, like, right? That's unheard of. Yeah. For a mini tour scale, right? Let alone, I like, think. I think they're paving the way for like something different. Like, I don't think a tournament's ever been a content on YouTube, right? Before. Oh yeah, but like, that's a win, 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 win. Because good, good gets to great content. You know, pay out players that they care about. Sponsors back them up, and they get coverage with good, good. The players get entry covered. You know, entry fees covered. It just seems like there's no lose here compared to the standard mini tour edition that Kyle and I have played in and mm-hmm. eventually burnt us out of the game. And we get exposure too. Exactly. Players. Like all that, because that's huge. All because it's content based. Mm-hmm. All because it's content based. Yeah. You know? So anyways, um, interesting. Interesting stuff. Um, okay, we're gonna go back to Jeff and the ATNT Byron Nelson. So this is your fourth tour event. Mm-hmm. You played in God, you already told me and I already forgot. Okay, Phoenix. Waste management, right? That's one. Then RBC Canada. Then Mexico, Puerto Rico. And then this one, the AT&T Byron Nelson. Yeah. Um, which one was your favorite? Uh, waste. Waste management. Yeah. Arizona. And you're saying it's just, it's nothing. It's, there's nothing like it. It's, it's like a, I don't know how to explain it. Because like, I would say like 80% of the people that come out there, like they're not golfers. Sure. I would agree it. with that. They wouldn't, they don't know any, anything about it. It's just a festival going on that week. And they just show up and we're playing right through it. Like, yeah, it's a giant party and there happens to be a golf tournament yeah. going yeah. on. Yeah. Literally. Right? That's, that's what it is. So like, it's a party with a golfing problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's nothing like it and it's, it's really fun to, to be around that. And you, you don't get tournaments like that. Like at majors, you don't get that. You'll get galleries like that, but yeah, you don't, you don't get that kind of atmosphere of like, you don't need to, the most useless part of that week are people, volunteers that need to hold up the sign to stay quiet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally, like they all hold it up on the tees and it's just so pointless. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's just like, <laughs> so quiet. it's not just the 16th hole. It's every hole. It's every hole. Yeah. And compared to other tour events, it's pretty quiet um, throughout the golf course. Yeah, other events, they're they're not. Nobody's really like. And you could feel it. I mean, you'll you'll hear the you'll hear the people talking and stuff, but it's just like background noise. Like you hear them walking and stuff, but it's nothing like. If it's if it's right by the tee and there's people like right around the tee box, it's, it's quiet. Like yeah. everybody's still and. Um, yeah. You don't need to worry about anything like that. Well, I've been to PGA Tour events before, watched them, not played in them like you. Uh, and I've never seen so much police yeah. around a, P- a golf 
tournament, a PGA tournament, as I have at the Waste Management. Yeah. Because they're just there to, you know, control rowdy people. Yeah. Cause the, it's crazy. It's just normal people that probably never been to a golf course before. So, they, I mean, th- it's very likely that if there's someone that's drunk, to just walk right into the <laughs> yeah. areas that they and shouldn't go, line, they, yeah. they go like just lift the rope and go yeah, under it totally yeah. they'll, they'll go pick up balls like uh, that would walk in front of Rory like who are you yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah. it's there is a lot of security going on over there just to keep people out I think mm. uh, for the safety of play yeah really yeah most definitely going back to this AT&T Barry Nelson you Monday qualified you shot 800 and so many people ask why can't you just take the eight under and shoot eight under on Thursday and then Friday and Saturday and Sunday? But it is so different, right? Yeah. It's It feels different. It matters more because a lot of guys who are members of the PJ Tour, they get next week. Mm-hmm. You don't get next week. Yeah, You get those four days and you know that, right? And so going into it, some of the other differences we've talked about, I, I do want to hear from you as well. The differences about the golf itself, so then you talk about, we, we talk mostly about the fairways and we were joking with the pot earlier that it's firm under, it's like literally hitting off of someone's head with a lot of hair gel. Yeah. It's like the grass stands up and then it's firm underneath, yeah. right? So just go more into like the golf itself. Yeah. So Monday qualifier courses are mostly typical courses that you'll play around um, yeah. anywhere. So the fairways are generally pretty soft. Greens are pretty soft. Um, roughs whatever patchy some spots bunkers are soft so it's a typical golf course and you're just firing at pins you're you're not worried you're actually worried about the ball spinning too much like off the greens or anything like that um so you go from that to a pga tour event where it would be um fairways are firmer they're rolling out a little bit more uh, they're more compact, so they're firmer feeling under under the ground when you're trying to make divots. It really doesn't go down that way. Uh, bunkers are firmer, greens are firmer, pins are tucked a little bit more into the corners. So it's it's a kind of a big adjustment where you can't really just fire at everything. You got to kind of think about um, how do I keep this ball in the fairway? What am I going to hit into that pin to be able to to attack it? So it, it's like a completely different game. Um, to go from that Monday mode to, to playing a tournament where you're trying to play for pars actually an okay score not next sure. not last week uh, AT and T yeah not AT and T it, but it's yeah. just typically on the on the tour a par is not a bad score yeah so I remember you're talking to one of my students about how different hitting wedges are out there mm-hmm. because it's so firm underneath the grass sits up so you hit it and it comes out low mm-hmm. and you hit that too hard skipper mm-hmm. and by the second bounce the spin's gone mm-hmm. and you can't stop it right. Mm-hmm. So when you go to a front pin, you have to hit a little higher. You can hit the skipper to maybe a middle back pin. How do you even prepare for that when um, you're back home in Southern California where all the greens are mush? It's hard. Like, you can't. So, like, I we joke, like, when we practice, we'll, like, hit chips off the green to, like, learn how to yeah. use bounce. Yeah. Um, it's like that everywhere around the greens on the PGA Tour, just with yeah. a little bit more, more grass. Right. So, like, it's that kind of feeling of a firmness i guess i mean it depends on what golf course too but generally speaking it feels like that so like i mean when you're here i guess i'll try to find kind of anything that feels like that so like i've heard like cantley when he got on tour he felt that and he would hit balls off of divots right just like 
out of his own spots because uh, right. it's just there's not grass yeah. and there's dirt down there. So he kind of do that. And like, I, I totally get it. Like, I totally get why you, you do that because it's, it's, it comes off differently. You yeah. feel it differently. It's just like you put the club down and right next to the ball and you go like, whoa, like I can't get that club under the ball. Right. Um, but you got to learn to like hit off of that, get the ball up in the air, attack the pin that way. So like, I guess that is, that's what I found is like the only way to really do it. Yeah. But it, it's just, it's just a difference of, of where you're playing, I guess. So this might be a ridiculous question, but what do you feel like is easier, a normal golf course back home or a course on the PGA tour? Um, I think it's just, I definitely say guys on tour would think the PGA tour is a lot easier. Like for me, if I was to play on tour for a couple like events, I'd say PGA tour courses are easier. Cause like generally speaking, like I don't need to worry about like spinning the ball back, not getting the ball to the hole or, you know, like I found like the rough isn't that long out there. Other than like RBC was very, very long because I think it was right before the US Open. Yeah. But yep. generally speaking, it wasn't as like it's harder here because it's like you never know what you're going to get. Played, you never know what you're going <laughs> to get. We played a Muni you today. You might not even find your ball sometimes. Yeah, we yeah. played a Muni today and like because it's been wet out there, they're letting the grass grow. We, yeah. Oh, if yeah, you hit yeah, the yeah. rough, it's gone. Yeah. The rough on local Muni's right now is so ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, this is, yeah. But I don't, I don't think. Um, yeah, I'd say, I'd say like that's different. Obviously tour courses are way longer. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say to the guys at home, you know, we're saying if it's the same golf course, same golf same course length. with different so conditions. I, if they're I, both yeah. 6,500 yards. I, I always say this. I saw like, I went to USC and I got to play at Riviera a lot. That course, generally speaking, just right by the ocean is very soft and it's a long course. So like. Um, like two is like 470 or 480 from the back tees. I smoke driver and I'm smoking four into that back pin. And the tour event comes around, firms up the fairways, cuts the rough down, balls rolling 20, 30 yards. I don't even think it's running that far, but it runs more. So they're hitting like driver eight irons. Yeah, that, that whole place right? is kind of short. Like yeah. it's, it's like a completely different, that's, I'm not short. And I'm hitting four and then five irons into that back pin. And guys on tour are hitting eight irons, seven irons into that. That's right. a huge difference. So, like, to me, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it just depends. Like, I, I feel like that's harder if it's – obviously, if it's longer, it's If it harder. plays a lot longer. If you're hitting it's four just, irons, it's always no going to be question hard. around it. Like, it's just harder that way. Right. So, like, I definitely think, like, where we play, it's harder condition-wise. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah I, yeah, I think it's just it's just a preference thing. I think guys on guys on tour would definitely think um, the Muni courses that we play are just like not it. Like yeah, yeah I don't yeah. want to be here. Yeah, like, they're just like not okay. They're like hitting just a wedge. It's so and they're different. Like like, yeah, yeah. Well, they like, they would hit a wedge and it'll actually probably go high mm -hmm. and not spin mm -hmm. as much yet spin back. Yeah. It's so, yeah. So like I I thought like like waste. Um, I had an easier time with back pins. I have a yeah, harder time with up, back yeah. pins out here. Yeah. Because it's like, I got to worry about getting the ball to the hole. Sure. So like, um, if it's 100 yards out, I'm hitting pitching wedge. Right. Just knocking it down and just trying to like chip it so it doesn't spin back. And on tour, you're hitting on a tour, long On tour, I'm hitting full 60. Yeah. Like, no worries about it coming back. 
um and it's just like i feel like that's easier um but obviously the other way around front pins would be harder on tour sure easier out here especially if you have like six iron yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I don't know it's, i think it's just preference but yeah definitely like i think it's more of what you're used to and what you're practicing to um so guys on tour who play regularly are kind of fine-tuned to that kind of course conditions and i'm more fine-tuned to the other side of that yeah, a ton of guys on tour too. They work on like the high cut six irons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a mid iron game. Yeah, for Je- for a guy. So Jeff, his longest drive at the waist manager was three seventy. <laughs> David's the longest would probably be two seventy. Pardon, <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> but David's not the longest hitter. Shots He's fired. Long enough. Long enough. Uh, but <laughs> when you so when you he would his game would be more of the mid iron game, right? I'm like I would, I feel like I'm like I'm more forced to be. A mid-arm player. Sure, exactly. Just so because of know. the window of yardage that I would generally have. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if it's... Like, when I was in Arizona for good, good, like, I was clocking 170 ball speed, which yeah, is not that's bad. That's good. That's not bad, yeah. Yeah. But then, like, you put... <laughs> Kyle's giving us a look because he's like 158. Yeah. <laughs> he was like pretty happy he cracked 160 at the golf store. But like even then, like that's like you would think that's pretty decent. Yeah. You know, and but even I with do, that, David. Thank you. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but even with that, like someone like Jeff or a couple of these guys I was playing with, like they're still blowing it by me 20, 30. Yeah, exactly. And so you just have to get really good with your bid irons. You just do. Yeah. It's and just then like, to a front pin, you just got to figure it out. So then that's yeah, what you just have to like be. So, you just have to be precise to hit your front edge number or things yeah. like that. Or you just have to be like you play your medicine shot and just kind of take a couple yards past the pin and stuff like that. But here's the problem with that. People will just say that, right? Just play it long. Well, if you hit it three yards longer than you meant to and you don't stop it, Oh, that's another, now you're off the back, and you got yeah. You're, it's a difference between is it your it's a difference between like putting or chipping off the fringe, versus having like a sixty footer at yeah. times. And then you could you could get away with more if you have the high cut. Yeah, exactly. If you land it a little deep, you're fine. You're twenty there, feet long. There's a video on um, Justin Thomas just made one I think with Tireless. Yeah, he yeah, talks about that major championship from last year I think, and he talks about how they had a window. Um, he said it was like 170. He landed, he needed to land it like five yards short. And it's like a, to him, the landing spot to that pin to get close was like a size of a tabletop. Mm. So he's like, that's kind of the number. And that's kind of what we're trying to work on so hard to be able to hit those. And he hit it and he was still 15, 20 feet out. Yeah. So like, imagine that's, that's him hitting an eight iron from 170 yards. With how imagine, hard and imagine high it's if been, yeah. a guy, yeah. I mean, Justin Thomas is one of the longer guys on tour. Without uh, doubt. If, yeah. he, if you got a guy that's 15 yards short of him, he's hitting six iron, five iron into that green. Yeah. It's no chance. Yeah. Like, there's, just, there's just absolutely Especially no chance. with the angle of descent and all yeah. that. So, like, it, you get yeah. guys that, like, obviously, like, Bryson was for a while, like, the longest guy. And the it's just the distance part of that is just, like, Night and day. If you're at driving a guy by 20 yards, that's on tour almost two to three clubs difference. And you hit your irons maybe, maybe more. Maybe yeah, you hit your more. irons yeah, five yards long. Exactly. Two and a half clubs. Yeah, so like, I think I think yeah. that's a big difference. And it's that it, golf just gets that much harder if you're a little bit shorter. Yeah, you just need it to be that much more precise on yeah. everything else. And also, if there's a bunker like Wyndham Clark when he won the Wells Fargo, he carried a bunker. 
where the other two guys before Adam Scott, Tyrell Hatton were both in that bunker and it was a shoddy bunker. Both of them struggled to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Wyndham Clark just carried the bunker, had six iron. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, they're just having that being able to carry those bunkers. And if you can't, you could still hit two iron in it, be short of it. Yeah. yeah. Like even to have that option, hitting it far ends up opening, even widening the golf course out in a weird way. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And then a lot of the guys on tour, they're kind of obsessed with iron distance now. Yeah. They, they want to, because like, if you can't gain distance from driver, like if you can gain a little bit more from irons, that's half a club shorter on iron can get you that much more aggressive at pins. And you get that much more launch, yeah. that much more yeah. spin. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just, it's a different game than like what we're used to here. Like yeah. normally. Yes. So like for sure, I think it's just, it's all like condition based. So sure. like the tour guys are more, they make the course conditions that way. So, um, I think it gets into like kind of different subject, but like distance stuff and they want to roll the ball back and stuff. Like to me, it's just like so stupid. Yeah. The tour kind of makes the courses that way and it forces guys to make that kind of adjustments to, to want to hit it longer, to want to hit it. Um, you know, spinnier might actually help, but like, you know, it's just they're, they, they want to hit shorter clubs into these greens because it's beneficial to them with right. the conditions. So if you made it like, like I said, like Riv, that's a pretty tough course for guys on tour every year they come by. And to me, it's just like, it's actually a lot easier than how it normally plays. Sure. Because it's so much shorter. So much shorter. those greens are tiny. Yes. So, I mean, you can make the greens soften it up a little bit, but still make it like firm enough. Wet the fairways. Don't make it so firm and rolling out. Don't cut the rough so short. It's it's still hard. Like there's different ways. I feel like you can penalize guys for just trying to send one out there. Yeah. Um. Rather than changing golf balls, changing equipments and stuff yeah. like that. But I mean, that's that's just my opinion. Sure. And I think many agree with you with, there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's we were talking about it earlier when I forgot to record this damn pod, where you're saying a lot of the guys are going to the high cut because the fairways are so firm, so they needed to land. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, and that you yourself changed clubs. Yeah, yeah. From the Tyler Sammies, you've been a blade guy since I've known you. Yeah. I've known you since you were like fifteen. I've used them since I was like fourteen. I yeah, think. yeah, and and then you changed the T one hundreds. Yeah, which was, is a pretty big change yeah. for most people. If you skip the CB, you went straight to the T one hundred. Not for the forgiveness. Yeah, and I think that's what people forget with tour guys. It's like, oh, they're going for more forgiveness. You should too. I'm like, no, they're not. Yeah, <laughs> they hit the side of the face. They grew up with these little things. Like everything looks big to them compared to what we grew up with. It's the yardages. It's yeah. the ability to launch it because with blades, it spins more. So you're saying earlier on the pod uh, that you weren't able to get the ball high enough. You weren't able to elevate it enough to these pins mm-hmm. because with the blades, it actually spins more. And so when it spins more, it actually launches low, yeah. like a nip chip, open yeah. face nip chip. The reason it goes so low is, and, and it adds a ton of spin to yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah. So with you, you change clubs to T100 because it takes spin off? So it-, it Or it just keeps kept, the launch it high? It kept the same spin, maybe a little bit less, but it gave me a little bit higher launch. Launch, so like, because of the design of the club. Yeah, so like it allowed me, I actually spin it more than my MBs because I'm hitting it a little bit differently. Like mm-hmm. I hit more down on it with yeah. that. With the T100s, with the MBs, if I hit down on it, it actually um, came out flatter. Yeah. So yeah. It, it just didn't have the extra height of like um, at the end of the of, of its height. So um, the 
T100 just gave me a little bit more of that while I can be more aggressive into the ground. And like the tour events, I always thought it was like hitting balls off of like mats yeah. or like to the extreme if I hit it off a car path. Like a yeah. ball comes off really. I don't know if anybody's done it, but if you hit it off car path, ball comes off very low. Low, yeah. Not because of of contact. It's it just doesn't you can't get the club under the ball enough. It doesn't have the lift. It actually spins more. Yep. Hops and, and so stops, it's yeah. very flat. And it carries shorter too. So that's that's kind of what I was feeling. So I wanted to be able to like be more aggressive into the ball, get more speed into it and spin it and put it enough height. Yeah. Um, well also, so what's, what's interesting is if you were to play Hacienda on a Tuesday, fine course, great course. And you brought an MB seven iron, a T 107 iron, they would look the same. Yeah. It wouldn't make, it wouldn't make a difference. Yeah. It's when you get to the tour grass yeah. that it makes a complete difference yeah. once yeah. you hit it. So like my numbers aren't like that different. Like, I think my T one hundred spun like a thousand, like a hundred RPMs, yeah. more. Yeah. Like in normal conditions. Yeah. But like, for sure, like it's spinning a little bit more um, for me because I can hit it differently. Like sure. I feel more comfortable. Like and you're not the only one. Ton of tourists yeah. doing that. Yeah. A lot, yeah. There's yeah. not a lot. Of I guys mean, I think on on, on Tyler's staff guys, I think majority of the guys are using T one hundreds. Yeah. Which is and fascinating part is it's because of the sole design. It's because of how it interacts with the grass, yeah, how yeah, high yeah. they have to hit the ball now. It's just a totally different game. They look amazing too. They are they are good looking. They clubs. do look. They, they are. They, they don't look, look that different. They don't look that different. The top the yeah. top yeah. adjust. When you put looks, it down, you're yeah. like wow. And yeah, yeah. Look yeah. behind it, and you're like wow. I got it. <laughs> 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 so okay, I had a question. Josh and I we kind of talk about this all the time. Tour guys, they have massive fairway woods. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that? I mean, I it think... It looks like they're just, you know, the biggest model that the yeah, company Adam has. Yeah, Adam Scott and Jason Day use the stealth standard head, not the plus, the standard seven in a seven wood. And is that a change? I have no idea, honestly. Like, I, I think... I, but, like, a lot of guys have gone to, like... Just, like, three, four years ago, you would not find guys using seven woods. Yeah. Right? Everyone's like using it now. I have... I, I put in a seven wood, like... Three two years ago, because I'm like I want more height into par fives. So I'm wondering if that's so. That's probably why. Yeah, I mean, it sure. Just, it just why makes do they it, have to go to a big head? Yeah, I'm not sure. To hit it higher. Honestly, I feel like out of like rough, it actually like kind of helps forgive. Like it kind of yeah. is not that it like inc- necessarily increases, but I do feel like it's easier to get the ball up. Yeah. Oh, far. for sure. Seven. So, yeah, big stealth head instead of the stealth plus. Yeah. It's got to look with that much loft too. It's got to look like. A hamburger. Just like a round <laughs> thing on the ground. Are you talking about McDonald's hamburger or are you talking yeah, about... Yeah, sure. Five guys, whatever you five want. Five guys hand. That's Those yeah. are two completely different burgers. Dude, we've you already covered... Pickles? Do you have pickles on those ones? <laughs> we've already covered this David. on this pod and the last. <laughs> yeah, we've gone over burgers before. Uh, so last question I have for you, Jeff, is we talked about how Good Good covered the entry fee and you know the travel for whoever finishes the top 12 is covered. Can I ask you a personal question? Just how much... Did it cost to get through this AT&T week from the Monday qualifier on? Did you fly from home? Yeah, I flew from home. Okay. So flight's probably the most expensive. Um, Especially now. Because I had to like change a couple times. Okay. Because um, I booked my flights one way and this one just happened to do round round trip. And then you make it, you got to change it and whatever. But I think flight was close to like 800 Okay. For the week, uh, going there and coming back. Yep. 
hotel was about a thousand total uh, yeah so okay. like what so happens where did you stay i stayed at um like a marriott something I forget what it was yeah. so uh, nothing crazy you're not staying yeah, at the it, it was like a it's like a Spring Hill Suites or something. It was I forget what it cool. was. Cool. It's it's just part <laughs> Never of the heard of it. part of the Marriott thing. <laughs> cool. Um, but okay. I stayed there. Um, did a rental car from Saturday. Uh, they gave us courtesy cars, so that covers the trip. So nice. I mean, with it all said, probably around three thousand with caddy and everything how much is a caddy i was gonna say can you really quickly explain explain mm. standard caddy so fee? caddy fees i think on tour is from it depends on who it is but i think it's like basis from 1500 to 2000 and then if you make the cut it's five percent if you make top 10 is seven if you win it's 10 so um comes out roughly to about like 3500 i'd say yeah like if you average it out 35 to 4000 and that's they, that's like a like a whole week yeah. um tour caddy like they're 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 working I, tuesday to sunday yeah like monday to sunday monday to sunday guys want to play on mondays um but that's that's a guy that's been on tour caddy for guys on tour before that's kind of their base rate um that is crazy yeah, yeah. and even like I guess tour guys, tour caddies make a better living, but Corn Ferry is different too. Corn sure. Ferry, I think it's like twelve hundred, yeah, base. I think it is, and then obviously the purse isn't that big. So compared to the PJ Tour, and the new rule that they implemented, where players who play an event get a five thousand dollar check at stepping at the end. Mm-hmm. Did you receive this five thousand no, dollar stepping? That doesn't apply to Monday qualifiers. That, that only applies to, to and it only applies to PJ Tour members. For, yeah, I think that applies for PJ Tour members that have like. Uh, status like I think there's a lot of guys that have like I don't think it's like you got to play a couple like guaranteed starts I think it is yeah I, I, I don't you have to know. be a is it pretty much member. like full status I think so like I'm I think not, it is I'm too not, like they haven't really released that in detail so like the, I don't, it's so it's wait, so far started doing it? it no one knows like yeah. I read it it's like yeah. those things with like lawyer sheets you're just Bro. looking at it going like I don't know what that exactly they're entails so, they're, they're yeah. so behind in like they don't want to do it yeah, they don't want to do it. Well, I so mean, that, I'm not surprised. That, That's where I have a bone that, to pick with the PGA Tour. Of course. Level. A lot of people do. A lot <laughs> yeah. of people do. That also gets uh, deducted from like your earnings. So if you if you make more oh, than 500000 yeah. you're not getting paid 500000 So oh. I think the number yeah, they said was so, 500000 yeah. for the year. Yes. But... What they didn't say is if you've made five hundred thousand. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't get, you oh don't no, they did that say number. that. They did yeah, say that. Yeah. yeah. They they so, released that info. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a little different. Yeah. But, but minimum you're making five hundred thousand. Yeah. But they're supposed to say also if you make miss the cut they give you five thousand for the week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they didn't give you five thousand for the week. No. It has to be if you're I a PJ Tour that's member. So yeah. that's so stupid. Yeah. But to me, even five thousand, based off of what Jeff explained, that covers basically the caddy fee. Yeah. Well, it's still something. Like, it's still so. Of course, it's better than nothing. Yeah. Like, for, but for guys like us, like it's any bit of money. Like, like it always helps. Of of course, yeah, I can so. imagine, and that's what I'm fighting for. It's there is no help. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, there needs to be more in professional golf to give the best players a chance to play. Yeah. So, here's a question, and I'll start with you, David. Are the elevated events working? Ratings-wise, yes. The answer is yes. It is doing... Viewership is way more up. I think that has a lot to do with the fact that 
PJ Tour has just been good this year, right? Kirk Hitayama's of the world have only won once. They, they aren't winning every single week, right? It's mostly the big names that are coming back and winning. Jason Day's won again. Justin Rose has won again. I think that's where the viewership is up. But how are the elevator events working? How does, how does it sit with you as a professional golfer on the Canadian Tour hopefully working his way up? Um, to be honest, I can't, I feel like I wouldn't really have a fair assessment of it until next season when they really start getting these elevated events more exclusive. Yeah. Cause right now they're still normal fields. Right. And so, yeah. What's the word on that? So I think like, I think it's like, I forgot the exact numbers, like 70 to 80 players, something like that. I think it was like 80? 60, no? Was it 60? No cut events. Yeah. yeah. No cut events. Like the fact they're doing like, how many? They're doing like almost 10 or more? They're doing 10, yeah. No. Like yeah. that's, I think that's wild. Right. And so Tiger wants to make sure his is an open field. Tiger's got say, but how long is that going to last? Like, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, so I'm like, so I think this season, like, I mean, I haven't necessarily had like an opinion on it because it's just like, it seems like a normal field to me. Sure. Um, And it's just... Good golf, great golf being played, great competition, um, and and the tour has been fortunate to have like their cover players just go off for sure. And even when one of like one of their star players are struggling, like Rory, like they got their John Robbins and Scotty stepping up, yeah, and doing yeah. their thing. And so, I I don't really have like an opinion. I would say I'm just like it's just I I think it's been cool. Okay. It's just, some great golf being played. What about you, Jeff? I don't think so. I mean, it depends on what you're asking. Like working, as in like well, ratings, guess, or is it working for the tour? And is it working for, for the golfers? It, I guess I for the golfers. Is it working for you? Because everything <laughs> no. is going to work. I for think. Scotty. I think that's what I'm saying. Like starting next year, that's gonna re- that's gonna really. I I don't think I don't think it's gonna work. Like for the reasons that they say that they made this adjustment, I don't think it's gonna work. In like, what sense? Uh, so, these elevated events are only selected few from the FedEx Cup rankings. Um, and the PIP, yeah. And it's just the rookies have no chance coming in. Um, they say that they will, but that's that's up in the air, just depending on... Like, the, the changes that these are happening is because the tour has no leverage over the players anymore because of live. So the the, the top guys on tour are obviously like, hey, I have these incentives to go to a bigger tour, get more money for my career or whatever for my families. And it's like, what can you do for me kind of thing? Right. So they've kind of restructured it to where it's benefiting them in their their positions at the moment. Um, And it's kind of leaving out all the guys that aren't in that position and it's making it difficult for them to move up. So they're, they're saying that they can get two more guys coming in or three more guys, depending on how you play from the previous couple of events that are non-designated. That's, that's still not enough because you get how many times did I would like to see how many times Rory played well, his rookie year coming into tour. Sure. Being a normal Rory name, like as he is now, because it just, it just takes time and, Who's to say, like, it's not going to be this week or it could be next week, could be the third event or fourth event. Right. Like, you just don't know. But you're kind of limiting that window of opportunity for these guys to come in and make a star on tour. Like Scotty Scheffler. 
Exactly. So he like, came from the corn fairy, exactly. right? So when 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 you don't give guys that are coming up onto the PGA tour those normal equal events that can make a name for themselves, ultimately down the road that hurts the tour. Because what if the guy is playing well, say Scotty Scheffler is playing well, and he didn't get into um, waste management or whatever event it was his first event waste management is a great example yeah, because it's an elevated event that, that, that's when that he's kind of started too. never happened then he won't be scotty scheffler like they say like oh yeah like i mean down the road he would have played well like maybe but maybe he didn't like yeah he didn't win on tour for the first year it just kind of came in the storm but you know it, it's just like those opportunities don't really come by like just out of the blue like you kind of need the, the chance to kind of make a name for yourself and all of them had that yeah you know like in the past they had that and now you're kind of like i'm in this position and i don't want to lose it in a way i want to take care of myself that's kind of what it sounds like to me and ultimately it's just like it just became another live it, it, which is the wor- is. which is the worst part for yeah. originally when live came out it was great for golf like pro golf it was it was somebody keeping PJ Tour in check and telling them like, hey, like you're not really doing this right for the for the players. Um, it was great, and like at a certain point, it kind of changed when the guys on tour was kind of making the rules, and and it's just like, whoa, come on, like yeah. now you're making it even harder for guys. Like it just doesn't really mean anything anymore if you're on the PJ Tour because if you're not playing in the elevated event, you're not really anybody like you're not going to be televised the same way as it normally would have um and like it's great like the players championship people love it but it's it's like you don't you don't get those if you make 10 of those what does it mean now like the players championship don't mean well same thing as it would have in the past because it's just there's 10 more of them like what if you made 10 majors yeah, but you know, then there, like, there are 10 elevated events. You still have 30 events in the year, right? Oh, yeah. And then there's still going to be full field events. And then the the players are supposed to still stay in full field. Yeah, event. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so then there's certainly opportunity, and we're just talking about 10 in particular, right? Mm-hmm. And so then the argument would be, just to play devil's advocate, is just that there are all these other events. You have plenty of events to still head up with Scotty Scheffler, mm-hmm. If you win a tour, if you win Puerto Rico, you're still going to be in in, in the next major. Yeah. You're still going to be yeah. That's that is a good point, but a lot of the guys that are playing designated events aren't going to play those events. Already, requir- it's already happening, guys. A lot of guys yeah played Quail Hollow didn't show up for the next two weeks yeah until the PGA Tour Championship. And, what, and like yeah, like it could it could be because it's a major week, like sure. you want to get ready for it, but like. There's who's to say if you have ten events now that all those guys are gonna play those like Riv is gonna be an elevator event, waste management is gonna be an elevator event, and then a couple weeks down the road it's masters. So then they're gonna take two weeks off. Well they have to show up for twenty events minimum. Yeah. So then there'll be at least five or six where all of yeah. them play. So but I, that's I, your point. Like that'll be a, a, a pseudo elevator event mm-hmm. and that smaller guy probably doesn't get in. Yeah. So it's just I, I think it hurts the brand of the PGA tour a little bit. Because sure. they're banking heavily on those smaller events. So if it's if I'm a sponsor for a tour, I go, why would I want to sponsor a tour event that's not going to have all of the, the big names yeah. that are going to try to mm-hmm. would have usually played? I, 
think there was um, why wouldn't I just go put my money into an elevated event um, even if I'm not a main sponsor yes. or even if I'm yeah. not like the name of the tournament you know so I, I just feel like it's kind of it's just a weird spot yeah like, now there we go. I think I think Honda Classic had an issue like that. We we talked about that. Yeah, how like, great I of a field it normally is, and how weak it was this yeah, year. Yeah, and, and now in draw. the future, starting next season, it's it's only going to get worse because like it's right in that middle of that Florida swing where it's like it's not an elevated event, and obviously these guys are going to be working around that. A lot of these top guys. So now I think yeah, I think the Honda seat was CEO or something like that. Like he came out, he was like expressing concern and he was talking with he said he was talking with Jay Monahan and stuff. I think I think the way they eradicate that would be that if you want to sponsor an elevated event, you have to sponsor another one the year after that when it won't be elevated. So they'll probably have Ooh. to they'll probably have to make two year contracts. How many companies are down for a two year contract? Yeah, that's that's, that's, a, a, that's a, a tough, tough one. Ask, yeah. That yeah. would probably be the only way I could think of it, but also you'd you would narrow it down even more. Now it would be like Amazon fresh open. <laughs> The bad bounce open, <laughs> you know, like I, it would like pretty much limit it to. Hey, this it, might this might be when Good Good will um, put their maybe stuff in. like it, it'll probably lower the price. They'll probably ask for a two year commitment. That'll probably be the way they fix it. I don't know if they'll even lower because they need they still need money to like. No, hundred percent. Yeah, to, how are they gonna pay for all this? Yeah, it's just it's just it's just kind of a really weird. Yeah, I, I think mean, I think the PJ Tour really fumbled it a little bit. Just. Yeah, what could with, they have done? With, with, uh, that I is think, a hard question. I, think I will say that. As, as, as a player in my position who's obviously like not on tour, um, but like if I was, uh, like say coming into tour and I've played a rookie, I'm not a big time name. I, I would like just the security of like, look, I'm playing on the best tour in the world with the best players in the world. And I would like to have some kind of security of like, you know, Maybe a salary or maybe some kind of guaranteed money where I don't need to worry about playing golf for a year on the best tour and maybe possibly losing money if I sure. don't have endorsement deals, don't play good, good golf. And what if you get injured? Yeah, exactly. So like, so this was always our case is that – so Kyle and I argue about live all the time. All the time. And my thing is I, I don't love live because – we love the NBA. We just watched the Laker game. Mm-hmm. If somebody, if some three-on-three league, Ice Cube comes out and goes, Kevin Durant, we're going to give you like $300 million to play in the 3v3 league. And they take Kevin Durant away from the NBA. I am pissed. Mm-hmm. As a fan, sure. I'm like, why do I give a damn how much Kevin Durant made? Mm-hmm. I always make that argument. But where we do agree is that it's ridiculous that there is no salary. There is that everything's yeah. out of pocket. Like even a single-A baseball player gets to sit on a bus and gets peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Yeah. You know, like they get to sit on a Greyhound painted with their name on it. At least they get that. Yeah. yeah. And I, you, I, well, in the minor leagues, they had that news come out where they increased all the salaries yes. for mm-hmm. all the, for every grade of minor league. High school system. golf is better funded for the players than the PGA Tour. Yeah. Yeah. Like think pro, about professional that. golf is just so cut, cutthroat in that sense. I just, I, I think ultimately that's what, that's what needs to be fixed. What needed to happen. I think. I think all the guys were asking for was like some kind of security for their team of caddies, coaches, or yes. family members that come to these events and they can take care of them, like financially. Yeah. So, like, I think that was very easily 
able for the PGA Tour to like they could do that in a heartbeat because like just last year they just came out with however much money it was for that extra pit program or whatever it was and it's just like you know like if you if you think about the money it's not it's not that much and if they did it no one can say that's a bad idea yeah because if you do you become anybody on tour would have left if that happened because all live really offered was upfront guaranteed money to the yeah. best players in the world that really didn't need any more money, but it's just like, well, it's free money for me. I'm going to take it. Right. But like you said, like if I was a fan of golf, I wouldn't want to watch a tour and watch one of my favorite players leave for another league. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not really good for golf. Yeah. But As Josh ultimately, Allen like I want to watch the best. Why is like the, the major so huge to viewership oh man you have the best players in the world competing against each 100%. other 100 masters you know like that's amazing. what people want to watch people don't want to watch no cut events with elevated money that the pga tour selects uh yeah just the top 60 70 whatever players in the world like yeah like i get it like yeah yes like that would be more household names that you would see on the leaderboards but you know ultimately it's just like I want to see 120, 140 guys. Yeah, this was guys. cool this year because there was full fields. Yeah. And these guys were beating full fields. Yeah. And then and Davis Thompson was hanging with John Rahm. Yeah. yeah. yeah, that's yeah. The, majors, the majors this year, I think, are the most special that they've ever been. And ever will mm-hmm. be. Because after and this ever year, will be, will they're probably going to fix it somehow. Things will change, yeah. I, 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 my ultimate wish is I hope the PGA Tour and Live can somehow coexist. Like, Maybe partner up. At this point, I don't think it's possible. I think everyone everyone says think, they will at some point. I'm think, like, it's not possible. No, yeah. yeah. I think the PGA Tour really like kind of dropped the ball when, and when it's they first came out and they said that Very they wanted to work political. together. Yeah. PGA Tour said no. Like they were like, no way. To like, me, it seems like the PGA Tour is trying to gatekeep all of the players that they have. hundred yeah. percent. All yeah. the names that they have, and they don't want anyone new coming in yeah. and trying to you know spy it's like the uh champions tour. They're 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 very greedy with already, already what they have yeah i think the higher ups or a little bit that yeah. way and then i think live did a great what was great for live was they came in and kind of made it um public information that this was happening um and it kind of put the pga tour on check which is nice but yeah ultimately like it didn't really do anything like they increased the purse for the top half the guys um increased a little bit for corn ferry i think this year and it'll keep continue to increase but and they have the like guaranteed just, once you're a member yeah, you get and, and it just that happened and also a lot of bad things happened where like you could still be a pj tour member and not really be set for the next year if you're not getting into these bigger events um you're right back to the corn fairy tour uh stuff like that it's just it's just hard to for me to think like this is ultimately the best for the tour like best for the players 64 man field is gonna suck okay i talk about this all the time a little too much i really grew up liking anthony kim Mm -hmm. as a player and i hated when he left and took the money Mm -hmm. from his insurance payout and i think if he had some sort of guaranteed money he wouldn't have taken that payout and and Dropped his PGA Tour career. How, how much? And how much did he get from that? I believe it was ten million. Nobody knows that. I don't think it's. I believe it was ten million. Something like that. Ten or eleven million. Something. Mm-hmm. Like but like, ultimately, like, yes, we love golf, and all these guys on tour has a passion for it. But it is a job. Oh, hundred like, percent. You know, and it's it's a job that you're trying to make some money, like doing it, and it, it, you know, it, it's 
ultimately like you want to be secure enough to play for a living and you risk to so much like, to get there you're, you're literally the point zero zero one percent of the population of golfers sure. in the world and you might not make a living well, also that's that's the fear of of a lot of golfers for sure. And it's we talk, we watched the, we watched that YouTube video where like they're like half the NBA players don't like basketball. I'm like, yeah, I heard all my friends in high school be like, I can't wait till the season's over. I don't want to play basketball ever again. Like, and these guys are like high school players in a predominantly Asian school. Like, they're the lowest sports society. <laughs> yeah. But even at this level, and so even more so at this level, I guarantee you. A third, would you say, Kyle? A half of the tour doesn't like golf. Oh, and doesn't, it's a crazy schedule. Yeah, it doesn't like the act of hitting a golf ball anymore. Like, I'm I, sorry to say. I don't like, think a lot. Like, I know I hated it in college. I oh, I said on the last pod that I don't think Tiger loves golf. I think he loves winning. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I think golf is that's, his outlet that's to how winning. how I started golf. Like, I didn't like golf at all when I started. Yeah. You're good at when it? I liked winning. Like, it yeah. felt good. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not a lot of things in life where you can go like, I just won something. Like, mm-hmm. So it's just, I mean, everybody's motivated by different things. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. still. Just the pure act of, we don't have the excitement of like, we hit it. We're like, whoa, look yeah. at how small that ball turned in yeah, the air. Yeah, and it felt yeah. like a pillow when I hit it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have that anymore. Like, that's just yeah. not there. But so. it's like, I think, and with the increased requirement of tournaments, it's like, Especially for like the European guys. Yeah, like John Ron was talking about that last year. Absolutely, just effed. he's like, yeah, he's like, like, I don't like this. Twenty I so plus four majors. Twenty events. Dude. Twenty events plus PGA not including majors. That's half the year plus Euro Euro events, so they can play Ryder Cup. Like that's twenty eight weeks. We all played college golf that's here. Absolutely mad. Yeah. People think that that's not a lot. We played that's twelve. A lot. That's ridiculous. That's a lot, so, guys. Yeah. yeah. One thing I've always like really been thinking about is like it's kind of a tangent but I feel like in a way for even tour players in this sense of those the tournament minimum like it's not good like for a lot of the like for every player it's not good for them to be like away for that like away from home for their families sure 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 and I'm like sure like for one it's not only hurting the vacation of players but it's hurting potentially like the family dynamics of a 100%. lot of these players. And I'm like, that's not a good look for the PGA Tour. Yeah, but... In my opinion, that's how I see it. I'm like, this is not... It's already not family-friendly, let yeah. alone make it even more less family-friendly. I'm like, yo, that's not... I don't think that's it. Yeah, but... You know but who doesn't business care? is business. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know who so. doesn't care about that is Elon Musk, and nor does the PGA Tour. <laughs> All right, last question. <laughs> and let's make this quick. Um, would you guys join Liv? Sorry, you, David. Frick. Confirm, David going to live. <laughs> I'm Confirm, really, David, good, good championship. good championship going to live. Greg <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Norman tweets. I'm honestly really split. Like, at the moment, I say no. Sure. Why but, no? And why so yes? It's because I do really value the... Um, history and tradition. History and tradition of the tour. Like, I really do. Yeah, it's my dream to play in those events and sure. compete. And so, like, personally for me, like, if I, as long as I'm, like, making a living, like, yeah. like, I don't have to be, like, a crazy multimillionaire. 
if I'm just making some type of living, being able to do that, like for me personally, um, that's enough for me. Yeah. And then the yes is pretty obvious, right? It's guaranteed money. And let's say you play three years. You're like, wow, Augusta. Uh-huh. Wow. The blue monster. <laughs> all right. Time to get that check. Let's say you played on two or three years. You got to uh-huh. see all the history and tradition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then w- would that make the decision a little easier or would you still lean down? Potentially. Potentially. Yeah. But by then, you're probably making a living. If I'm playing majors, yeah, that's true. But yeah. I, for me, like how I mentioned earlier in terms of like, because I want to have a family in the future. I want to, yeah. like, I do think it's much healthier to be only away from home like 15 weeks out of the year sure. versus 25 to 30. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, I see it from that kind of perspective. Sure. Yeah. Jeff? Uh, No, I wouldn't. I oh. just, I just don't. I, as much as I love how they are so for taking care of the players, taking care of their product, pretty much. I mean, we are products to them. So we, I like that, but I don't like the style of golf. Um, to me, it's true. very chaotic. Yeah. Um, I like how they're trying to make it as fair as possible, but um, just the shotgun 54 events, 54 holes team aspect of it it's just kind of feels like college yeah it's it feels like college it doesn't feel as professional as i think it should be yeah um so yeah i just don't know how the marketable that is down the road yes um, sure. because yeah. already sure. it's like as a as a golfer i don't think it's attractive to me like watching it on tv Oh yeah, it just oh, it looks 100%. like, a, it looks like yeah. the NASCAR race going yeah. on, right? Like, yeah. dude, the added well on the, the, the side, the cup side sound. leaderboard. Yeah, <laughs> the so, added cuff sound is Kyle's. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know. Like, that's where I'm drawing the line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fix it, Greg, or I'm out. Yeah, so maybe they'll fix that. Maybe it changes. Maybe like something different happens. But yeah. like, I do enjoy like the competition. I do enjoy just like the tradition of going to certain places and having a history behind that. Um, But it's just, yeah, I I don't, I don't like the the type of golf, I guess that's, that would be a big reason. Very fair. So yeah, I would would agree as well. Yeah. And on that end. Yeah. I think if Liv made it 72 holes in a normal, like golf tournament, I think, like, I feel like they would carry so much more legitimacy. Be easier. Yeah. So if Liv has a Monday qualifier, 72 holes guaranteed 10,000, if you get in, that's a very risky Monday qualifier. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you can, like you play you a Monday qualifier, you're banned for you're banned yeah, for, banned for the PGA tour. No, not if you've never played on the tour. That's true. Nah, but like I'm pretty sure even if that's the case, like if you step on live territory, I'm pretty sure you're blacklisted. Yeah. Just under the radar. Or no, because they'll, they'll see your name. Because it's not a big. It's not like a big list of players. Mm. So true. you use your Korean name. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know who you are. That's so funny. <laughs> Kyle, do you have a Korean name? Uh, no, but Kyle I'll make you. one. Yeah. <laughs> Kylie, Kylie, I like that. Kyle. Uh, if I was on the live tour, I would show up on Thursday. Yeah. Play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Never seen the golf course. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would do. Right. I'd show up Friday. <laughs> Go to the party that night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to show up to the Thursday party. Don't forget about that. Uh, That's part of the uh, mandatory. mandatory <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, this was fun, guys. Thank you so much. Thank this you so much, guys. Seriously. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. That was the Bad Bounce Podcast. Yeah.